What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. And on this show, we like to have a good conversation. Every episode, guaranteed. All in hopes of inspiring you to get out there and have your own open conversations with a friend, a family member, or maybe even your enemy. Each episode, we star a special guest where we have an in-depth, action-packed, often intellectual, spiritual, practically psychedelic, and all-inclusive types of conversation. And we have a good fucking time with it. So folks, you can find us online where the Symbiosis Now Network, where there's some links to the podcasts, plural podcasts, because we have a couple others underneath the network blanket. And without further ado, let us voyage into the yonder of conversation with our very special guest on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Folks, we are here with Katarina Salvatierra, the one and only. And this is the first time on the Symbiosis Now podcast that we've ever interviewed someone else that has their own podcast, which we would love to discuss. And the title is The Collective Podcast, yes, right? The Collective Podcast. Yes. Hi, guys. Love the way you did my last name. A lot of people butcher it pretty bad, but you did really good. Same um, with I'm my last ask, name. I'm going to add some Mexican to it and say Salvatierra for mm-hmm. the listeners. But yeah, so I also have a podcast, and yes, it's called The Collective. Um, the podcast as well is about everything and anything, because for me, I try and make it more realistic and lifelike, because it, it could be 3 a.m. and I pop a tire, and I'm going to be on YouTube trying to figure out how to be a tire fixer when I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Um, so yeah, I basically bring people in as well, and we talk about their life experiences, um, what lessons they've learned with life, skills that they've learned, and basically also talk about some traumas that they've gone through and how they overcame that. Just because I try and bring a realistic approach. Um, a lot of people are stuck in their own reality where they think like, oh, my life is so shitty, I have it the worst. Um, just all those internal thoughts that we programmed ourselves to think. And I'm like, mm, you know, it's not that bad. X and X had this going on, so let's take a listen so you can kind of get out of your head and realize that's not that bad Um, my life is okay and it's gonna be okay basically right for sure yeah I love that um in general I listen to some of your episodes and I think that what I do like and that what we also have in common and that also that's super important is that you're you know like interviewing different people on a regular basis not just you talking you know and your opinion only sometimes we'll dominate the conversation for sure but that's human nature, and that's how people do it. That's how we do it. But generally, on your podcast, I notice you like to have different people on, and I think that's really cool because not only, yeah, like maybe more people hear about your podcast, yes, but more so that you're trying to connect and unite different minds, you know, yes. and in a place that we call a podcast. It's a place, yes. folks. It's a realm, and that's where we're living right now. And yes. I think when you do it, you having different people on, um, often talking about similar but different concepts from their own world, their own point of view. Um, I think that's really interesting, but also really important because, you know, there's so many podcasts that you know what you're tuning into. You want to hear the shit that you already know they're going to tell you. They're going to confirm your bias no matter what, right? There's a lot of uh, propaganda podcasts and, gosh, everything out there. So I think that not going with that kind of 
idea I think is better and it sounds good I'll say that thank you thank you yeah um and that's what kind of started this whole podcast thing I just started noticing a lot of okay well where we're at right now 2023 you know there's a lot of like he said versus she said male versus female feminism versus mass you know like so much of that and it's like for what like what are we trying to prove like who cares at the end of the day like why are we trying to put labels and titles for all these different people when at the end of the day i'm gonna need this male to help me carry this big like dresser at the end of the day this male's gonna need me to procreate his next generation so that is really what started um the whole thought process i'm like okay i want to get the perspective from females and I also want to get the perspective for the males to kind of collab both of them in the same area so we can kind of hear each other's thought process or how we even go about day to day. Because um, I'm married, so I can be talking and texting my husband all day. But on his end, I don't know what he's been going through mentally or what encounters he had to go through or what triggers that he had a conversation with. I don't know about Um so I really feel like for a lot of couples and just people, we don't really take a step further to look at the other person's perspective or what they got going on. So I really wanted – that was the main concept of bringing the podcast and the collective as a title, bringing everybody in one realm, like you said. That's awesome. But, like, why podcasting? What, what, where did podcasting in, in, in your brain and where did it come into play? Where did it be like, oh, that's the thing I'm going to do? Instead of like doing like a TikTok, right? Everyone does TikToks. Everyone does like YouTube, you know, they Twitch stream or whatever, you know. But why mm-hmm. podcast? Because like I said, it's a realm, you know. It is. Yes, 100%. For me, it was podcast because like you said, everyone does TikTok. Everyone does YouTube. But again, all of those are kind of short clips. So they're all visuals. And for me, I don't want to put a face here or I don't want to put visuals so you can actually internally hear it pause when you need to pause because you're using you know this is all the mind's eye to me you're you're listening and you're envisioning what i'm talking about in your own world so some episodes i talk about like mother wound father wounds well what does that look like for you because it's not the same for me so if i do youtube if i do tiktok i'm tainting your information your authentic experience that you've had with life Wow, that's deep. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, but, wow, that sounded, wow, who am I right now? Yeah, you like don't listen to the speaker. episode again and be like, damn, I said that shit right now. Yeah, dude, honestly, I bet you a lot of people are feeling you, too, because, I mean, we all know, like, when people say the mainstream media, it's almost, like, useless because it's almost yeah. not anymore. Because people are too entertained, man. Like, you can watch TikTok, you can watch people die, and then you can watch uh, someone give birth, and then you can watch, uh, I don't know, you name it, everything in between. And right now, like, for hours, if you want to. And instead, you know, some people like to also, or not do TikTok or whatever, and only listen to podcasts. But certain type of people like podcasts, usually, it's driven them to this realm, like I said, where they're turned off by the same old bullshit or they're turned off by hearing some kind of set of rules being interpreted to them over and over through some kind of screen. 
You know, they want to almost hear someone else's opinion without their face, too. That's why I like audio podcast. It's not because I'm not fucking handsome. Some people have said that. Is this guy <laughs> ugly? I'm like, fuck off. No, no, it's because I just, I prefer to be in the cerebral zone. I like audio podcasts. I almost always listen to podcasts when I'm doing something, not when I'm just able to just sit there and veg out and watch it like TV. Uh, it is fun if people have a video component, definitely. But yeah. I, I generally like to listen to audio podcasts more than anything else. And I feel like that's why I pursued this. And I think that it's really, um, it, it connects on a mental level with the listener more often than someone talking like this today. We had the UN president come and tell us that he didn't like the way that uh, Joe Biden didn't handle the situation. Like, it's like, shut the fuck up. Who talks like that, first of all? And second of all, uh, why did you not, like, make sense when you said what you fucking said so you can't be held accountable, perhaps? I don't fucking know. But people watch this shit, and they're turned off by it. They don't want to hear that shit. That was all designed. The way they talk is to make you be like, huh, they sound like it's important. They sound like they're commanding me to pay attention to what they say and believe what they say, every word. And that's why they talk like that. But nobody, most people see through that. Our parents, my parents, their parents did not see through that. That's all they knew. But now people are sick of it. We could go to the podcast realm. We can listen to people talk and have their genuine opinions in a longer form, too. It's not... uh, Talk about this, talk about this for five minutes, and then commercial break. You know, you could talk for 30 minutes, an hour, maybe an ad break, you know, if that even. You could just talk for a couple hours, and that's it. You know, those are my favorite podcasts, but where you could skip through them, you know? Yeah. No, or even just skip, pause it, still pick up and not be lost where you stopped. Those are nice. Right. But, but yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's its own realm, and it's nice. We're so used to always being like stimulated and entertained. Where here it's like it's a mental stimulant. And, yeah, yeah, a stimulant. Yeah, one to be reckoned with. Yes. Which is why I think in a lot of opportunities, people like to poo-poo on certain podcasts because it may be a little too heavy, a little too enlightening for them to handle, and that means that they might stop doing what they're doing as they're told. And we can't have that. Just like yeah, if no. people smoke weed and they all of a sudden, oh, I had an epiphany. I'm my own person. I can make my own decisions. I don't have to listen to just anything that everyone tells me all the time. Let's outlaw that fucking drug for a long time. And then we'll make it go under the ground. You know what I mean? Like, instead of just letting people figure their shit out, you know? Yeah. And And I feel right now, like, that's where we're at. That's where the collective's at. That's, and that's why I've, like, when I seen your podcast, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, he's giving people um, a place to talk about, like, themselves or, you know, anything and everything. But getting out of the programming, essentially, you know, we're not going to talk about, oh, did you see um, Black Friday that people are no longer shopping anymore, which is a great topic that people are actually stopping consumination. But, you know, just getting out there, finally getting out of your normal day to day life, because right now that's where people get stuck at. And it's like, no, there's more to life than just working nine to five and coming home and doing nothing and then going back to work um so it's really exciting somebody shut her up god damn it she's gonna ruin my money making tactics god damn it (laughs) sending the big guns yeah dude honestly that's what it's like i feel like it's crazy because i think most people don't like to talk about it on this podcast i feel like i always have different guests on i'll have uh, the same guests reoccur at times for sure 
um, if they want to, for sure. I'm always welcome to that, especially you now, for sure. But it's it's cool because we can follow up or we can just talk about what the fuck do you think, man? What do you yeah. think? Not not what the fuck, and, and that could be a collection of what you've been told too, but what do you think? I don't want to hear what the fucking news anchor that gets paid to tell us what to think. I want to hear what you think. What do you think about this? And then usually you don't get frustrated that much because they're not, as long as they're not regurgitating that same old has been bullshit, if they actually share what they think and share all parts of it in long form, they don't have to hurry. They can come back to the main point. That's fine, you know, but instead when we watch these things, we, we get lost in it and, and you hear people regurgitate it all the time. I've worked in customer service my entire career pretty much and you see it all the time. People like you'll hear some shit on Sean Hannity that night the next day, they'll say the same verbiage, the same fucking verbiage, same thing on the left. I mean, they'll hear it, well, whoever, and they'll say the same fucking verbiage the next day. Clearly, you're just regurgitating what you heard. It's not even, the, and maybe you slept on it. Maybe you didn't. It's, uh, it's small talk, you know, maybe for some folks. But it is really interesting because it, that's not what you really think. And no, if you give people a thought, you go, what do you mean by that? And then let them start talking. Usually they bear themselves. They're just saying the same things that everyone else, like uh, CNN or Fox News or whatever, said. Yeah. And instead of being like, hey, this is what I really think, though. And I think this is where they missed the fucking point. I think this is this is where they were trying to tell us some bullshit mixed with some truth. Okay, now you got me, bro. I see you're living your life. But if yeah. you're just telling me fucking what exactly verbatim what was told to the masses, it's sad too because yeah, it shows the I, lack of critical thinking amongst mm -hmm. some of the society you know and it's not a specific type of person necessarily other than the people that are you know unwilling to go against the grain maybe i don't know uh we're all trapped we're all uh deluded at a certain point without a doubt oh yeah no so i call those in my vocabulary in my world i call those people npcs non-player characters because they're basically staying within the programming they're not choosing to conform they're not choosing to think for themselves they're not choosing to they're living america's dream the dream of the free which essentially they're not free but they don't know that and they think they are and when i talk to people like that i just continuously like oh my god i how sad that they're still believing this old world that you know because essentially to you and i this is an old system and there's other people that are also catching on and they're like oh what the heck this is how they did it back in the day why are we still doing this or why do are we still hiring government that are 80 90 years old if they have nothing in common with us um so for the newer age like there's more of an upbringing there's more willing to talk your own thoughts and not be afraid to get canceled because you're like fuck it who, who cares like just the other day i think elon said to disney fuck you because of the ads or something and you've never seen that before celebrities and famous people don't do that so i really think there's a new age of people that are like starting to see like the programming or what has been instilled with them is not correct or they shouldn't be living this way like just be authentic be authentic and you'll stop living in your head and stop trying to follow the crowd it's beautiful it's beautiful what you're saying but this this realm that we're talking about this dream that they're living yes. in is a realm of itself i guess we could say we could call it just for like mental depiction you know yes. um but who's to say that that is not semi hijacked by now i think we're at that 
state of whatever's going on mm-hmm. culturally, internationally, globally. I think we're at that stage of whatever the fuck's going on um, where even the sacred has been infiltrated. And yeah. a good example is, uh, I don't know, like getting messages from people that are trying to sell you mushrooms on Instagram, but you tell you can tell they're probably like a fucking agent or something. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, come on. Who, who's biting this fucking hook right here? This is a dumbass fish. You're crazy. Like, yeah. they just send me the money and I'll uh, send them to you. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I remember telling someone one time, you're a CIA. I talked about it on this podcast. I said, I bet you're a CIA agent. And this, I got the guy to say he was. I, maybe he was kidding, but it was a real person answering back. And he was like, all right, I'm a CIA agent. Do you still want to buy these? And I was like, no, I never said I wanted to. Like, I kept going, hammering down saying, fuck you. You're weird. What are you doing? What is this? Is this even real? Why are you trying to trap people, you fucking piece of shit? Because if that's really what this is, like some FBI account or something, that's fucking sad. Fuck them. And then why are you, why are you messaging me? How do you know my consciousness, dog? How do you know what the fuck I've ingested? Like, what are the odds? Because if you hit some rando fucking blondie bimbo drinking Michelob Ultra, I said it. Nah, I'm just talking shit. Uh, if, if that's the case, right, just some rando person, and they're like, dude, I've never eaten mushrooms. What the fuck? Like, uh, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't message those people because they would know. So how do you know? I don't have pictures of mushrooms on my Instagram account and stuff like that. How the fuck are they trying to message me? Hey, they just send a mass message to everyone. I doubt that some people get it. I feel like it's deeper. We've gotten into something with this AI shit. I think that we're deeper into it than anyone can even imagine. I think that it, it knows us more than we know ourselves sometimes because we like to get lost in life. It doesn't. It continues to compute nonstop, you know? No, no, you're saying, we were saying it perfectly. We get lost in our own illusions. Um, and I'm guilty of that. On the regular braces, I have to, like, ground myself and be like, okay, get out of the Lululand. We're here. Like, come on. Um, just uh, honestly, it's nice sometimes to get lost in the Lululand, you know? Like, come on. We have days where we're just like, oh, my God. Let me just. Ah. But, um, of course, when we're all here actually doing the work, we got to get out of that little area and, you know, be focused and come back to reality but i completely agree i think it's something with like ai and consciousness honestly because at this point all these people that have done the personality tests on facebook and continuously trying to self-discover themselves i feel like that all got obviously put to the cloud or somewhere where they keep all this information at and now as we're all collectively together they're just creating these like ads or sometimes i'll be thinking something on my phone and it'll just pop up on my screen have you had that before when you search something and it's like how do you know i was searching that without like actually typing it yeah we all have for sure that's what i mean yeah it's deep it's like how do you know like how how are you in my head knowing that i want that purse but i'm not gonna get it and just pops up an ad yeah yeah yeah, it's like hilarious. I, I, I work at a bar and I hear commercials about like I, I also get commercials about something I was talking about at work that I'd never seen a commercial about for Basil Hayden. Why the fuck all of a sudden do I got a commercial for Basil Hayden? My phone wasn't even on me, dog. That's really? the craziest shit. No but my coworkers' way. phones might have been. And there might be some like I'm saying, there's some deeper shit. You got some dude on acid working for Google trying to figure out how to like you know, monetize every single piece of data somehow in the future, they'll, they'll do it. 
they're on it. They're on the case. You know what I mean? That's where we're at. If they could tax the air that we breathe, they would. But instead, they can tax the fucking ideas and all the data that's like flowing through each person and into the air and through um, contact with like simple um, like Wi-Fi connected or cellular connected things. We all have the the tracking device that everyone jokes about in our hand all the time. Like we have it. Yeah. Like we bought it actually with our own fucking money. And we had to spend money on it monthly. And instead, yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, that when they chipped us, man, with the vaccine. It's like, shut the <laughs> fuck up, bro. Like, you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I really liked that theory, that conspiracy theory about, you know, getting um, when you get vaccinated, you're going to get chipped. Because then that made people not want to get vaccinated. So I'm like, in real reality, yes, you know, the elderly, some people did die of ammonia. I get that. But realistically, it was a flu, okay? Like, come on. Um, but the like, data, the data collected from this occurrence, <laughs> this traumatic occurrence globally, right. oh, it was valuable. It was valuable. And there's going to be another thing like that. Maybe it won't be a pandemic. Who knows? But it, it's collecting that. You know, the AI, whatever we're talking about, it. You know, not even they, it. Because it's beyond yeah. they. It's a machine where everyone always knows the machine, like the military industrial complex. It's a machine. No head of this operation that we're talking about. It's a machine. And and now we're talking about literal machines, computer type machines, Um, uh, intelligence that is constructed and told essentially to do something extreme that humans can no no longer do. I can't multiply 373 times 411 right now and know the answer. But if I type it yeah. in my calculator, it can't. Very simple metaphor for how deep you can keep on zoning in that thought. Okay, so if they looked at this for five seconds, it means they must have liked it longer than the things they looked at for one second, you know, because we can tell that their eyes are looking at the screen through the fucking little thing on the front of the camera. They don't have, it's not to be on. It's just, it's just scanning for if there's contact. Are they looking at the screen or is the phone just sitting there? Because this is important. Now we can go to that data too. That data is a separate issue. Now we're just going to put that over here and then we're going to put it on this and then we're going to have a hell of servers stacked on a fucking huge ass warehouse to have all this data on it. We're going to somehow figure out how to compute it and the AI will do it for us. We just have to put in an algorithm. We just have to put in some coding here. We got to have some dude on asset working for Google to figure all this shit out and we will do it. And it's not that hard to think about, especially when opportunity arises. And people are oh, like, yeah. how can we how can we jump on the new frontier? You know, the internet. How can we do it? Everyone did it over the last decade, and now we're seeing the results of that in extreme versions because it's an, in the internet. It's not even like the uh, free market and capitalism. It's the internet now. It's global. Yeah. I mean, shit, you know? I mean, and not just that. To take it even further, now they're coming for jobs. I don't know if you've seen that they had, like, little robot computers taking orders at McDonald's, and then it goes, like, well, then are we turning into iRobot now? Is that essentially where we're headed? Because if they're going to be taking over jobs too, what job is secure besides what? Um, theater? <laughs> um, or warehouse jobs? But even then, they have machines and little robots at warehouses. So, yeah, it goes, it goes far, honestly. Yeah, we're all robots anyways. Fuck. Nah, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> So I feel like, you know, you like to talk about on your podcast, you know, about like, like moral issues. Sometimes I feel like kind of, you know, you're talking about how people feel and whatnot. And like, what does that mean? Like, what does it matter to be a good person? Like, does it matter? Like, what is even is a good person? 
you know, or like doing good or trying to figure out your truth or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, honestly, good, it's all, it's all, good itself is uh, a program thought of what was told from us by parents or, because parents also come with their own line of what they think is good. So my good could be completely different than your good, but I feel the core good is we're all trying to bring society up, right? The core good is helping one another when one's down or one needs help. But essentially, like, a true definition, I mean, everyone's truth is different. My truth is different than yours. My truth is that I feel good is bringing everyone together and not tearing people down. Your truth can be, fuck these people. <laughs> um, as long as me and my family are good, these people, I don't know anything. I don't owe them anything. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I'm sorry, there's no an actual, an actual answer for that. Does it matter? Does being my, a good person matter at all? No, yeah, and, and that is and that is the collective questioning that. Like, okay, I can have someone on the podcast that murdered two people, but it was in regards to he was getting attacked, and he was getting attacked because he was trying to steal to feed his family. Like, okay, like, where is that gray line? You know, there's a gray line for everything. And no, does it really matter? I mean, at the end of the day, to me, we all die and go to the collective consciousness. So I, at the end of the day, to me, it doesn't really matter because we're all going to the same place. This is all just a learning experience for me and my beliefs. Yeah, I hear you for sure. I think so too, all the time. For whatever whatever it means, I don't know. But I definitely feel like there's uh, some kind of reckoning. That's what life yeah. we call it is. Reckoning, soul reckoning. I don't know. Some deeper shit that the the real AI, the not artificial, the actual like power of the mind globally. Somehow I feel like it's all connected through some kind of cloud or something. Right. Yeah. And I, I think I, that I, if that is the case, then what is what is AI other than mimicking that shittily? in the scheme of it all. And I think that's why a lot of people decide to retain and maintain, I guess is the word I'm looking for, maintain doing what they do, not being on the internet so much, maybe not always just uh, absorbing other people's opinions that are maybe invalid, but then there's so many other ones you get a collective of. And somehow we're utilizing a tool to do that, but people also like to meditate. People like to think on their own outside of those boxes on the screen. They like to think about it for themselves, whether that's in nature or that's their drive home or whatever the fuck people do. But somehow AI in a weird way is mimicking whatever the human, the biological um, um, uh, form of that, you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think that's what it is. It's trying to be like like how humans have done this before the Internet, but be a um, synthetic man-made version of it and then it is susceptible to more failure than maybe the grand consciousness is for humans yeah. you know well and then you got to take it a step like further and think like okay we have ai ai is mimicking this quantum realm of life that we experience because okay i can have a dream and dreams are connected to the real life i can have a dream and um, sometimes I'm dreaming of like me going to the store, finding this, this, and then the day 
that I go to that store, it, it happens. Like, exactly what I dreamt happened, you know? Folks, when you're out and about and driving out there on the road, are you ever sketched out that you might like get into an accident or, or something like that? Because I know I am, and I wouldn't be caught dead out there on the road driving because I don't know how I'd be driving if I were dead. But if I didn't have insurance, I'd surely be economically dead. And we cannot have that, folks. That's why right now, you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like, damn, I don't have insurance or, or, or I know someone that needs insurance. Maybe you should pick up the phone and call Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance, 559-638-3800. He's going to answer like he did at the beginning of this ad, and he's going to definitely set you up with your needs. If you're not rolling with Alfredo Vargas from Academy West, I don't know. I literally, literally, I don't know who you're insured by because it ain't Geico in the state of California. That's for damn sure. I personally have been insured through Alfredo over at Academy West Insurance for at least five years, and I've had nothing but great outcomes. Even when I bought a new car, he set me up with insurance like that. I didn't even have to wait. These bastards down at the car dealership are all lagging and trying to sell me some other crazy rate and all this stuff. No, 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 no. Not when I call Alfredo Vargas up. He's like, hey man, check it out. This is what we're going to do. And here you go. And I'm like, she. So if you're looking for a little she in your life, call up Alfredo, 559-638-3800. Tell him that Tyler Colombero sent you from the Symbiosis Now Network, and he'll be sure to get you what you need. That's Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance on West Manning Avenue in Reedley, California. If you want to call him, 559-638-3800, or if you just want to look in the description, all his information's down there, folks. But I do suggest that you do not wait a moment longer to be insured by Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West. So, I feel... At the end of the day, the rich, the powerful, what do they want the most? They want to be godlike. They want to have control. They want to be on top and know know everything and all-knowing. So, of course, why not create an AI? Why not pour the billions of money of tax paying? We just bought food, and that got taxed. You know, paying with your card, you get taxed, and you get a fee. And of all this money, is just being dumped into human research to be able to control yeah, you go to the weed shop, you get some weed, you pay some gnarly taxes, and like, where does that go? I thought it was illegal, guys. What the fuck are you taxing it for? How come you guys are making money off this shit, but yet it's illegal, right? Somehow. But then, you know, you take that money and you go, oh my God, we have billions more dollars to invest in the military industrial complex. So congratulations, guys. Smoke more marijuana. You know, it's fucking wild. It's like a, you, to be an adult in the modern age of the 21st century, you have to like see such transparencies inside your mind almost when you're dealing with whatever you're seeing in the world. You have to like see through when uh, COVID was a good example when you like walk into a store and there'd be signs everywhere that say you have to wear a mask otherwise you can't fucking come in. But then you'd walk in with no mask on and you look around and no one else has a mask on. And you're like, what the fuck are all these signs up for then? Right. Like, but a kid might be like, dad, the sign says that we have to wear a mask. I'd be like, fuck that sign, Timmy. You know, we're not listening to that sign. That sign's mamma jamma, you know, and then we walk in and he realizes, oh, my God, you know, he'd have to learn that transparency. And why to connect the dots is really hard as a child versus an adult. And by the time we get to an adult and I'm talking like you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s, you get to like be in your 50s or 60s, bro. You should be on top of that shit. 
You know, because by the time you lose your mind in your 70s or 80s, you should have been able to look back and been like, damn, like I was on top of my shit. I was paying attention. I was I was aware right. of the transparencies that were happening and all the propaganda around me and stuff. And I know not to trust no motherfucker. But instead, it's like, yep, Sean Hannity said this. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck. It's China. Shut the fuck up. Shut the. What the fuck does China have to do with everything? Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like, you know, <clears throat> it gets but old, what's, man. What's, yeah, what's crazy too, though, like, yeah, learning to be aware and discernment. But, okay, let's go back, not your parents, your parents' parents. Did they teach your parents that? You know, or go, even going back further. It's like a skill that you need to learn. But, like, how do you even learn this skill if you have, if you weren't taught that skill? Right. It's a muscle right. you have to fucking work out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like yeah. you, you have to somehow want to know. You have to somehow – and I think that that comes from people being in a deeper position to figure out their situation. I think that yeah. uh, if you got it all going on, you're so busy, you're working all the time, you're making good money, and you're, you know, you're always going on vacation and all this stuff, like maybe some things don't cause you to have like a, oh, shit, I need to get out of this hole the card that I was dealt was not great. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good as this motherfucker throwing a full house or some shit, you know? I'm over here yeah. with, like, two twos and, like, a bunch of random cards. And I don't even play poker or nothing. i just using the metaphor. But, like, it, 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 you say you look at that, it's like, dude, I got to play a better hand. What the fuck can I do to play a better hand? And you start thinking. And some people get lazy on that journey. And I get lazy on that journey. We all do. But I we think when, you, when you're on that journey and you keep being – like nudged by something. Uh, by maybe some, it's just you. AI, yeah, maybe it's just you. Them. And maybe it's deep enough to for the AI now to nudge you in a direction you think you're supposed to go. But are you supposed to go that way? I think a lot of people pursue that too. But if you're really deeply wondering, thinking, chewing on what you do every day and realizing what is my goal here? What am I trying to do here? You will find the way. But it's deeper than any AI. It's the it's your consciousness. It's fucking deeper. I don't know how or why. It's It has to be. You know, everyone pursuing their goals. I can think of like five people right now that are listening probably right now thinking about how every day I fucking think about how can I make this situation a little better? How can I maintain this shit? How can I transcend this into the next stage or the uh, the continuation of this because I love this? Like you have to do it. And if you get deluded at certain points, so yeah, you know, maybe you should start selling this instead, brother. Like it's like, shut the fuck up. This guy's killing it. He's following his dream. Don't fucking send him on some wild goose chase because that'll happen. But then sometimes you do got to know when to back the fuck out. Some things get yeah. too real and you're like, yo, I, this is not my gig anymore. I need to move on. I think I need to do this or that. And that's okay too. You figure that shit out. But if you're not listening and if you're not like trying to see the future or whatever the fuck that means, where is your place in the next stage of who you are? Uh, you won't be paying attention to that. You'll just be taken for a ride the whole time, you know, and instead of enjoying the deep like ride of life, you know, and I think that yeah, there's plenty of people listening that that know what I'm talking about. You know what the yeah. fuck I'm talking about. That's why we do this podcast, because you know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's being present, and that's 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 hard for some. Um, I know even prior to getting on to this podcast, I was like, okay, I need to ground myself. I need to meditate. I just need to get out of my head, because I'm usually on the other side of this microphone. <laughs> and so, like... Not that essentially I'm not in control, but in a sense, I'm not in control. I don't need to fix audio. I don't need to go back and hear this. I don't need to, you know, I'm not in control of the creation. And so taking that step back was something new for me. It, it was exciting. It was a learning process. It was a learning experience to be like, it's okay. 
he says he's got me. I'm gonna trust him, and I'm just gonna fall and just be. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's my... a little unique of a podcast. I mean, so like that is what is like how it goes. But I mean, I guess I could. I'd have to be more prepared if I were on someone's podcast and it was specifically about like something specific i'd be like damn i need to breed up on this you know i need to look into this a little bit more but when when you're on something like this i feel like it's uh it's a little bit easier especially doing what you do to kind of jump into just something similar but different and talk to me for a little while here instead of um you know getting nervous and stuff you just got to own that shit girl because everyone's got to do that shit you know we all get nervous you know like i I roll into my job it's going to be a fucking slamming concert night and i got to make hella drinks on the fly and i'm going to pop hella bottles on the fly and i'm going to do it good but the reality is is i get nervous dude i start sweating i'm like fuck do we have all the shit set up i need to make sure we got this 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 i gotta make sure we got that you know and then you you set it up and then you still run out of shit and you keep going you're sweating you're kind of getting mad because people are fucking mean but you still roll through it. And that's just like a metaphor for life too. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. you deal with that in all the ways of our life. You know, you got to just kind of rough through it. Sometimes you're going to get nervous and it's all good. You know, sometimes you're going to get like uh, discouraged maybe, but that's why the people that are listening know when you hear that, you got to like contemplate the discouragement, see how real is this? Is this just my head? Do I need to pursue my goal, continue pursuing my goal? Go for it, handle it. If not, man, you need to think about it longer, you know, but you got to do something in the meantime. And most people, yeah. I feel like that's why they end up with their jobs for a long time that they fucking hate because I've done that. And you start realizing, like, what? I don't have to keep doing this, though. Like, what the fuck? Why, why, do, why do I have to be here? You know, you don't have to be there. You, you can move on to the thing you want to do. You just better go hard when you decide to jump ship and do something else. You better go hard at that, too. Because if yeah. you don't, you're not going to pursue that goal either. You, you can't just be in the between land. So no matter what, someone's got to be doing something. But the mm-hmm. contemplation in the background um, listening to different people's opinions while you're contemplating things in the background, it all adds up. It matters. I do think things are meant to be. It's hard to kind of reckon with when we have like um, such screen action in the states and whatnot, but it does. It all does matter. Everything yeah. is meant to be in this weird fucking way, you know. And it just all connects weirdly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel what. Um, that's kind of why I'm happy COVID happened because a lot of people how to work from home some people yes lost their jobs unfortunately but you know that stimmy did hit so it kind of you know evened out a little bit but <laughs> but i really feel covid brought people into that stage of life where damn we're, ha- we're having a global pandemic a global pandemic that we were not prepared for and here we are just kind of rolling with the punches and now that we've made it out i feel like some people just still think back like damn we really were just sitting at home, really entering our creative era and really taking a step back like, wow, life is a fucking joke and it's really not that serious. So that's what I'm thankful for about COVID because I really did see a lot of changes in people that I knew personally that were, you know, just always working nine to five, would take over time. Oh, I need this. I need this because I need to get here, here, here. And it's like, okay, those aren't needs. Those are wants that you want. You want this. So you're killing yourself because it's a want. That's a desire. And it's not even, at the end of the day, when you die, you're not going to have that. It's just a material item. It's a materialism. So then when COVID happened, I did see like a huge shift in people around me where they were like more more humane i guess more humbled more like oh like it's not that big of a deal or oh the new person just came out i don't you know like just little things like that and um 
I'm happy. I'm happy that that happened because people were starting to get kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I agree. Yeah, everyone knew. Everyone got tired of it. That's why it went away so fast. As soon as it was like the green light, hey, we don't have to talk about it as much anymore. Everyone was like, thank God. They just didn't want to say right. it. But everyone was like, oh, thank God the fucking volume is turned down a little bit. The heat is too hot. I can't handle it anymore. And everyone just kind of was like, yeah, you know what? I, I don't want to wear my mask anymore either. Even though a month ago I was telling a motherfucker that he should die because you're going to kill my grandpa or some shit. Uh, now I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm, fuck the mask. You know, it's like, what? Bro, you almost just started a fight last month and now you're trying to say fuck it. You know, but that's because the pressure was so high. I think people were relieved to not feel the pressure as much anymore. And now when you hear things about it, no one really seems to care. It doesn't come up in public conversation. You don't see signs posted everywhere. You don't get alerts on your phone that you may have been exposed to something anymore. What happened to that? What happened to that? That was for some purpose, but what happened to it now? It's not the same purpose anymore, clearly, because we're not even seeing whatever the fuck that was all about now. It's kind of like it didn't happen. Right. Now we move on. You know, that, um, the crazy part is that that was all funded and illustrated through our own government. And that's the saddest part of it all. Like, okay, this, the news was scaring people. They were trying to promote fear tactics. And that's got that's what got the people all riled up. The news, these quote-unquote scientists that did scientific experiments when this quote-unquote just came out in December. Like, how is that possible? How are you already experimenting and doing all of this but it just came out and who was all this funded by our governments like people that are supposed to be on our side or care about our well-being or be quote-unquote the big daddy of all of us but we were gaslighted by our own people they were supposed to trust and it's like how do you go back from that yeah for sure there's no going back folks we know this yeah um but yeah, you can. when you see like people believe all this shit and then go back on their beliefs. You don't believe anything. And then a good example of that is like, okay, so pandemic, we'll call it the panty fucking ran down. Everyone was over it kind of, but it's the same time we pulled out of Afghanistan the same time. Everyone was all mad about that. Oh man, mad about that for a month or two. This was a shit show. The Taliban's back in control. You guys left weapons there. What the fuck? You know? And then, oh, but look at Putin over here. This piece of shit. Even though he's been trying to do this for a while. And the whole thing is kind of a scam anyways. But you guys got to get behind this one. And everyone does. Everyone's got it in their profile fucking thing. Uh, Ukraine flag. And they, they got the flags on their car while they're driving down the road. And then, you know, that plays out for a long fucking time. Considering how many people die and how many bombs are dropped. We're talking a year of that shit happening. It's a lot of fucking time. That's a lot of bomb time, we'll call it. You know, yeah. and, and this has all been happening. And then, you know, it, it's still going on. We know that, but now we don't think about that. What do we think about now? We think about the Palestinian-Israel um, conflict. We think about yeah. that. We only hear about that. We only talk about that. We only hear about that. And it's not that either is more important than the other, because I think there are <laughs> things that are more critical yeah. than others, but it's the fact that it's like you turn the page. We're going to go to this now, and then that'll fizzle out, but it may not fizzle out. It may just continue, but you just won't hear about it anymore because now you're going to hear about this. Now the Taiwanese are getting attacked by China because they're moving in, and now we have to go send our people there. It's going to be something else. It's always going to be something else. And those things play out in the background, just like the Afghanistan war. Like We were balls deep in that 
Till about 2008 when the housing crisis happened, everything turned into worrying about the economy. We don't really care much about the bomb strikes in Syria and all the shit that Obama carried out, but we care about the gas prices being 250 you son of a bitch. Look at them now. It's five. Right. Shut the fuck up. Look at what's happening. You know, turn the page. Let's go on to this subject now. Let's go on to Trump being a piece of shit. Trump, 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 Trump. And then fucking, oh, no, Biden's doing great. Well, dude, if Trump did this shit, it'd be fucked. It'd be fucked. He would lose support. I mean, literally, people would be like, wait, wait, I don't know, man. He's lying to us. It's fucking too much. And he lied to us. Don't doubt. Everyone knows that shit. But now you get into this, it's like, oh, now we're talking about this guy now. We're just blaming this guy now. But this stuff has been ongoing for decades. You know, every president had a hand in this if you want to blame presidents. But you got to blame the warmongers, whoever those are. Um, uh, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, all these people that make hella bombs and shit. Whatever that military-industrial complex, we'll call it, is, that's really probably where that's all coming from. You know, you got the best propaganda experts on the scene, better than the tobacco industry, folks, better than the, the, the uh, what is it called, the fucking firearms people yeah. or what a D, uh, what is it the D, dfa or the fucking i don't know there's all these names there's so many yeah D, uh fta or dfa or some shit like tobacco and firearms right that's the one right um atf i think that's what it is but the, all these things it's like too much it's too much to handle for most people but then when you turn the page again it's all oh, i'm gonna get riled up about this shit i'm gonna only post about this shit i'm gonna put the flag on my bio and all this shit it's like okay cool but bro like, you keep on believing so hard in something, and then you forget about it. And, like, if this was Jesus Christ, he'd be kind of mad at you because you keep fucking around with him, man. He's like, I love you, and you're like, I love you too. And then you're like, I love the devil. I want to suck the devil's dick. And it's like, bro, like, I thought you loved Jesus. What the fuck, bro? Like, it's like that. You you, know, you got to, like, have some principles. You got to have some fucking have some feet planted on the ground at some point when we're out here floating in space. And, and instead, I feel like it's it that that itself is most likely some kind of tactic utilized oh, by the propaganda 100%. of efforts because otherwise how would people not notice you know what i'm saying like when you yeah. when you yourself literally go hard on something and, and that's why i talk about on this podcast i used to have different opinions at different times my opinions alter over time but i still have some principles they're there they're core you know yeah. and and i think a lot of a lot of folks lose that when you keep being told to worry about this worry about that and you're so afraid of so many possibilities affecting you on a daily basis your immune system's running low you're eating shitty food out there in the world in the United States specifically, and, and and you're just trying to keep up with turning the next page, and, and yeah. I don't know when I don't know when people go, hey man, like wait a minute, we got to go back a couple pages. We need to talk about this shit first. It's too late. I feel, I you know? feel yeah, it's it's too late. <clears throat> you can't you can't go back, but you can't take lessons. Okay, well I fell for these key words, so next time I'm not gonna fall for this. But I really feel, you know, they keep turning the pages on us because the more we're engaged, the more we're entertained. I mean, obviously, it's all of this is horrible news, but we're entertained. You know, we're being our mind, we're getting that dopamine, we're being stimulated by all this drama. Because essentially, look at all the reality TVs that we have. Um, it does nothing for us besides entertain. So the more we're entertained and the more we're distracted with all of these things going on around the world, we're not paying attention to ourselves. We're not paying attention to our health. We're consuming food that is not good for us, and they're just sneaking it in. Each ingredient just being snuck in by each page that they're turning. You know, So, I mean, at the end of the day, like they're winning because people are still engaging in the news. They're still engaging on the 3D realm of drama that continuously happens every couple of months and new topics 
because yeah some people go hard and then they fall off so they know like a while back ago i think it was uh, starbucks starbucks was being um what was it people were um protesting starbucks and like for them not to go to starbucks because i guess they were sending coffee to like the palestinian people or something something like that and so they were trying to cancel starbucks and now look people are back at starbucks trying to win their little stickers on the app to be able to get starbucks for life right yeah for sure turn the page man but i gotta get my caffeine fix even though i could just buy a french press and do my shit at home but instead i need to go get that seven dollar starbucks you know i don't know i need my stickers I need the stickers, yeah. I need those points so I can get another one for my mom because she's addicted too. You know, I get you totally. Like, it's crazy. And 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 this 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 Palestinian Israel conflict. Like, how do you feel about that shit? You know, I honestly I have not been really up to date with the news. Like, I heard bits and pieces through other people, but I didn't sit down and read because, I mean, what is that going to do for me? I hate to say it, but I can't do anything. I can't go save these people. Like, I can donate. I can, you know, raise awareness through talking about it, like, on the podcast. But, do the pe- like, my people aren't going to be able to do anything. I can't help. Like, what am I going to do? So, I didn't dig too deep. Um, when I was in Fresno, though, there was a whole bunch of, like, people protesting. Like, firefighters came out. They were protesting for a good amount of days, too. Because um, I went, like... The previous Saturday, and then I went again, like a couple of Saturdays, and they were still out there protesting. Fire trucks were going back and forth. They had like a whole car of people like hanging out the window with the flags. I'm like, oh my god, like this almost looks like the purge happening. I was like, good for them. I'm happy for them. But why are you in Fresno? Like, why not go to Sacramento or why not go to like the White House? Like, how about you guys all get in a van and go to Sacramento, go protest in like Gavin's yard? Uh, because not much is gonna happen in Fresno. Like, I hate, like, I, I'm happy they're out there protesting. Go, you guys, but real, what's going to happen? Yeah, you know, this is, you're, you're totally right. It's like the state of, of where we are right now. I, I, I follow Fresno Uncensored on Instagram, right? And they're always posting yeah. some wild shit that's going on in Fresno, right? Well, one day that I signed the Palestinian flag and it was cool. It was like, okay, cool, yeah, you're in River Park and, like, yeah. Well, I guess that matters, but does it? Because, like, there ain't no, like, I mean, there's probably some kind of version of pol- politicians and people in politics out there and stuff, yes, but they're just like, get out of my fucking way. I'm trying to go to Target real quick and then hit the elephant bar or whatever the fuck's over there now. And, yeah. and I'm trying to do this and that. I'm going to Nesso after this, making a pizza and a fire cocktail, you know, but instead I'm seeing these fucking flags. I'm trying to get away from work. I don't give a shit about people dying, God damn it! I have no say either. Neither do you. Shut the fuck up. That's probably how they really feel. And it's funny, that's but I, yeah, no, I'm being cynical, not. yes. I don't actually believe that. I, I'm just saying, yeah. like, that's probably their point of view as they drive by. If you're making any impact at all but most people are just like honking and it's cool and you feel part of something i guess but i commented like the only problem with this is that it's in fresno and i I don't even know what i meant i was high off my ass i was just like what the fuck in fresno like what it it, i guess it makes an impact but like you said i meant more in a deeper way like you should go fucking writing letters and go up there and and uh i don't know maybe they're making content to send them i don't know but they that amount of content no one wants to watch it so it it depends you have to be strategic with your um with your, with, uh, your, with your with actions, what you're you know? or what you're yeah. doing. I, yeah, I completely agree. So that's why I'm like, I'm not really doing much. I mean, I even thought about like, okay, I'm going to try and find the organizer. Um, I was in line at in and out with my husband. I was like, maybe I should try and find the organizer and like give some pointers. He's like, you know, you're going to tell the protesters 
that they're protesting about their them what's going on with them and you're gonna tell them how to do it it's like yeah that doesn't sound too good either i go but it just doesn't make sense on why river park i mean i'm not saying that you know a lot of like people that don't care are there like I'm, I'm thinking maybe they're trying to target like a certain group like some rich people or something but it's just why there like not much politically is gonna happen Maybe because no, in downtown Fresno, where all the actual action is, like the court court law, courtroom and all this shit, like it's rugged down there. Are you trying to be out there? There's a bunch of homies out there, bro. I don't know. There's a lot yeah, of security there too. Versus River life. Park, there isn't really. They might be driving around, but they're like, oh, I can't fuck with the protesters. Stay out of the road. We're good. Like you know. But instead, yeah. you see all this, right? And I'm just fucking on Instagram, high off my ass, going, oh shit, what the fuck? This is Fresno. That's crazy. And then I get called a fucking racist. What kind of racist comment? Da, 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 da. Right. And I don't even comment back when I see those things because I just ignore it. Because it's like, what the fuck? Like, ah, man, I yeah, got taken no way out of context. But this is also yeah. the problem with typing something out on a fucking video. Like, no matter what, it's going to be taken out of context. You can't nail it completely. It's hard to nail it with just words without the inflections and the, um, all that shit that go along with it when you're speaking, you know? But the whole thing is really interesting with the Israel-Palestine thing. Um, obviously, no one knew any of the fucking history until a month and a half ago, two months ago. <laughs> now that we're in did, December, yeah. nobody knew the history. I mean, maybe some that were like related to yeah. some kind of uh, one of these nations or something, or they have family back there, or uh, they they somehow decided to study it in school. But those are like a little more rarity than the majority. Yeah. Right, the majority of people are all of a sudden such experts about it, and that's what's also dangerous because you start jumping to conclusions too fast on either side of the fence. Doesn't matter what fucking side it is. Uh, there's not even just two sides of the fence. That's the crazy thing. It, it, yeah. No matter where you fall, it, it's kind of like you have to think about it and then maybe do some research. But then also, when you see fucking videos of people dead, it's pretty heavy. That's what yeah, made people in is. Vietnam during Vietnam question the government. They were like, "Hey, man, like we're seeing hella." Like, all of our family, all our kids are dying. That was my 18-year-old son. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are you yeah. guys doing over here? And it kind of did bring a negative uh, political view and a public view of the situation. And it ultimately was its downturn, really, is all. It really is probably how that ended and fizzled out eventually. Even though it didn't fizzle out, it was useless because the Vietnamese still took it fucking back. And it's crazy shit. It's crazy shit. And and then we just left it, you know. Hella Agent Orange sprayed fucking fields and all this shit. Right. And we just left, you know. And and then all those kids from our our place, if we're talking about defending US, all hella of our soldiers died, you know, and then it was very questionable. Why are you sending our people over there for this? Like this is too much. And mm -hmm. and when you see people dying, you start questioning, man, there's these kids, they're fucking I'm watching a video on Instagram where there's kids burned like what the fuck? And then people yeah. are just liking, commenting on this. And I feel like, I think this is kind of desensitizing everyone right. on the internet that sees this at this point. Because the ability for you to just comment, like, share, and then, like, to even do that almost is like, when I watch it, I don't know what to do. I'm not trying to comment. I'm not trying to, uh, maybe I'll share it to someone, but it's like, what? Like, yeah, what? Why do you how can you even give a thumbs up or a like? It's like, but how what? Would you read that? We're watching. Yeah. We're like, this is really what we're watching. This is not a Hollywood film. This is real. And and the detachment. Because I know a motherfucker down the street that's commenting on this shit goes out there and gets in a situation like that, ends up everyone dying around you and shit. You're not going to handle that shit well. You're going to be yeah. like, damn, I can't get on the Wi Fi to see what's going on and fucking 
Fresno right now or whatever the fuck, you know? It's like, no, <laughs> this is the real shit, dog. That's what these folks are dealing with over there. And clearly there's a bigger dick than the other one because that's right. the one that swings at the fucking hardest and that's the one the United States wants to back. And the interesting thing about that is I'm going to say on this podcast because I, I guarantee once the page is kind of turned and this all kind of just, you know, figures right. itself out somehow after billions and trillions yeah. of dollars too and all this stuff, um, I think we're going to realize, oh, it was about like resources, wasn't it? It right. was, wasn't it? Just like all the other ones, right? Like, oh, yeah, and then we're going to be like, like, no, literally this was about a pipeline across there because it's like, the, you know, a hot spot for us to do something like this. And we need to maintain trade in that area. And we need to maintain like democracy, quote unquote, in that area by destabilizing a few here, destabilizing a few here. And then we'll tell them it's democracy. But really, it's not. It's an authoritarian ship. And we're just going to roll with it and see how it goes. And then there will be rebels. And then we'll cause another war because they're rebelling against our false government. You know, it's, an, it's the same play but different in all these different yeah. countries and it has to be appropriate to the area in your with in which you are but all of this is like yo it's it's too like not fabricated it's too it's too like in our face um yeah. that clearly like we want war what whoever's making these decisions military industrial complex we'll call it we want war we want dead bodies we want things like that we need to rebuild shit here we have a bigger strategic goal and we're getting paid by whoever wants those goals accomplished to yeah. carry this situation out with force you know we're going to do that and it's fucking crazy that people are like israel's gonna win it's like shut the fuck up yeah they're gonna win sadly <laughs> they are they already fucking yeah. won in a way don't you see don't yeah. you see but instead you're like you're gonna win like it's a football game on a sunday on you know the sunday, raiders yeah. probably lost bro no i'm just kidding i don't fucking know i don't know football she's all mad are you mad do you like the raiders I know I don't I don't even watch the bar. Dude, I don't either, but I, I work at a bar so people are always talking shit. And then if I say anything about the Raiders, you'll always hear the person go, What the fuck? Like all mad. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, no, it's no, always no. like that. Yeah, not even don't, don't even worry about that. But yeah, no, and they're talking about it like it's nothing when it's like, Okay, there's people's lives here and the government itself is making decisions that aren't too good for us or them, but we're just gonna it's it's cause it's not I don't wanna say that it's happening, so they're seeing this as entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah, it's so sick, though, because what sells is sexy. Why is death sexy now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's some sick fucks, man. Yeah, well, it's a sick, fucked-up situation. I think everyone's a little more sick than they realize unless they put that shit in check. That's what I really think. But you talk about, like, energies a lot. Let's move on. We don't need to, oh, No, no, no. Let's not move on. Hold on a second, because the last part of this Israel-Palestine thing is important. Everyone keeps on talking about World War Three. They're talking about Ukraine and Russia and Putin and all this stuff being World War Three, crimes against humanity, blah, blah, blah. Well, we've seen hell of crimes against humanity in a much shorter time frame that are kind of way gnarlier than what Putin was even doing. And we're not holding nobody accountable. But then you think, okay, well, how are we going to hold them accountable? How do we have enough manpower? Do we have enough soldiers in the military? Because the military is taking older people now. They're taking, they're broadening their horizons because they know a lot of people don't want to sign up. And they're giving offers and all this stuff that are better than before. And, 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 and I think like, okay, well, say if there wasn't enough people to sign up and they send all these troops to all these places to prevent World War III or to fight in quote unquote World War III, which is probably already going on. We're just too stupid to realize it until after the fact, maybe. Or we're so detached because we'll be safe over here, right? In the United States, we'll be safe. No one's going to bomb us, right? I don't fucking know. But when we're talking about World War III and like people are like, oh, is there enough people? Is there enough, enough artillery and all this stuff? Yeah, United States is on top of that shit. But people, would they ever draft people? 
Do you think they would draft us oh, in America? Yeah. Why? Yeah. So I recently just learned um, if you're a con- like if you were in jail or prison or a convict, whatever, whichever one, I guess, um, you're the first. You're the first person to get drafted if there's a draft. Like while you're Extra- in jail, or you're like used to be a felon while you're or some in, shit. While you're in jail, and if you're a felon, mm. you guys are the like they are the first people to get drafted. And if you were ever on probation, so those three all are the first people to get drafted before, you know, or when a war comes out, which I didn't know. And I'm like, damn, that's that's pretty shitty. I mean, I guess you already served your time and you're rehabilitated, but just kidding because you fucked up that one time if there's a war you're the first one out there that's so crazy because i have felon i have a felony that stood i had some that went away but i had one that stood and like i don't know man that's crazy because why the fuck would you want someone that quote unquote fought cops to be on your on in your military like you'd think they would be like nah dude i don't fuck with no authority i'm not listening to you it'd be like a piss poor soldier like a one that's heart isn't really into it someone that's not quite indoctrinated enough to carry out what you want them to do or is it in a way using pawns to kind of be the first in line to run out there and probably die you know what i mean get rid of those fuckers you know it's fucked up you know yeah i hope that's not true but i think you're right i mean i'm not questioning you that's fucking crazy yeah, I'm gonna. What? I don't even think I have it here. But the only reason I know is because uh, my husband had a felon, so they sent him like a paper that told him like it was a card he had to have, and we have it on paper form. Oh, it was on our fridge. <laughs> I know that sounds funny. It was on our fridge, but <laughs> he's like, "Oh, is this it? Hold on, let me see." He's like, when the whole thing with Russia came out, he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna have to go fight in the war. Like, I gotta play grab um, Call of Duty. I'm gonna start blah blah blah." And I was like, "Dude, like, you're fine. It's gonna be okay." He's like, "No, they said that Russia's gonna be sending out some bombs, or they were testing stuff out. I gotta go." So we had it in our fridge, but he finally took it down. So I think he feels safe now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I get it, I'm gonna send it over to you so you can look it up. It's crazy. But, yeah, they see it as, like, okay, they've been to jail or whatever the heck. We threw them away from society. Now they're back, but they're kind of useless because they really – you're limited on jobs you can get after, right, because of the background checks that they give. So, yeah, they, they honestly have a plan for everything at this point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just think sometimes, like, drafting people, that's a sticky slope in the United States, man. Like, people are not fit to go to war. Like, war? Like, this ain't Call of Duty, man. This is real fucking war. I'm not fit to... I Dude, I, I'm not mentally fit. I feel like I'm physically fit enough to do that kind of shit, yes. I think that, you know, I guess you make me, you give me a gun and say, I gotta have my bros back. I'm gonna have my bros back. But, I mean, shit, right. dude. Like, I don't, I'm not ready for mentally. I can't... I, I wouldn't be able to handle that kind of shit, you know? And, and I'd be fucked afterward. So it's like, well, you know, damn, that's just the death sentence, I guess, in the end. But a lot of people, I think, would agree with that. But then also there's so many people that are not physically fit enough to do this shit that are not mentally fit enough to have their bros back. You know what I mean? They'd be like, damn, it's either a fucking donut back at the camp or I save this guy's life. I'm taking the donut. You know, (laughs) like it's like, what? Yeah. Folks, this is Tyler Colombero from the Symbiosis Now Network. I want to shout you out real quick and say thank you for listening to the Symbiosis Now podcast. If you're into podcasts, if you know someone that's a farmer, a friend of a farmer, a horticulturalist, a scientist, uh, agronomist, a PCA, a grape grower, you name it, send them over to check out the Cali Ag podcast. 
where we discuss all things California agriculture. You can find the link in the description to that podcast. And while you're at it, go give us a follow on Instagram at symbiosis.now.network. Let's get back to the show. Because you got to think, okay, to get drafted, it has to be extreme measures. Like, obviously, the people that will get drafted, they're going to try and fight back. There's going to be a huge fight back in America because, you know, we all, quote unquote, are free and we all have all these opinions about what America should be. But if it was drastic enough, if China or Russia, whoever we want to say, came with their little troops knocking on doors, you know, and then Putin got the call and they just sent out a mass beep alert to the phone or TVs, you know, the men are going to stand up, you know, they're like, shoot, they're here at my door. I got to do something. And then they're going to spin it. The government will spin it and say, oh yeah, you need you guys. They're here for our families, our kids, hide your wives. Like they're here. So I, at the end of the day, I think if they spun it really good, people will willingly go and fight that war. Right. If you get people behind it enough, for sure. That's what's scary, though. Like, you show people all this footage, you know, you get people all riled up, you know, ready to vote a certain way, ready to go, saying, send it. You know, it's like, oh, dude, are you sure, though? Because you know what that means in the long term? No, you're not thinking about that. And our strategists, our top dog strategists aren't seeming to think about it very well all the way through either. Unless there is, it is what exactly what it seems like, you know, and and I think that's really the answer most of the time. What it really seems like is probably what's actually going on. To most people right. when they, oh, no, I heard an excuse why it's not what it seems like. You're going to believe that over what the fuck it really seems like. I'm pretty sure it's it is what it seems. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't I, think like a widespread draft would go very good. But like you said, if you if there was no other option, people would get gung ho about it. But I still yeah. feel like it's like it's a disaster. I think that United States knows yeah. how well it's protected in this weird way because we have the biggest military, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about all this shit for hours. Um, but the reality is because our taxpayer dollars fucking pay for the most uh, bombs and, and weapons of mass destruction on and on, whatever the titles of the shit is, from these military providers or these weapons distributors or whatever, we're like the biggest purchaser of the United States military. And, and so we are protected over here. And I think it's because the game has been said for a long time that we're, we're good here because back here – you need to fucking get on the phone and answer those phone calls. You need to stay doing what you're doing in your little bubble. You have to. St- we still have to have slaves at the bottom of the pyramid to uphold the foundation so those of us up top can continue doing what we're doing. Because we can't all just make money off war. Only the barons do so. We can't all make money off of oil. Only the barons do. We can't all make money off of cocaine. Only the barons do. You know. And so uh, I think that there is some kind of infrastructure that must be maintained, and I think that's why um, we've strapped up as the United States military more than ever, anything else is because we do want to have the bigger dick no matter what. Like Kind of like in yeah. World War II, it was like, shit's heightening, oh no, the Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor, we're in, we're doing all this shit, and then finally we're like, yo, we got this bomb. You guys want to fuck with this bomb? And then they drop the bomb, and, and the Japanese, which the Japanese don't surrender. They fucking surrender because they were like, holy shit, the whole world never seen anything like that to that capacity. Yeah. And now it's just the normal. Everyone's got it on subs down below the sea right now. Everybody's got them pointed here and pointed there and pointed. uh, One's pointed at those ones so they can't make it. Like, it's fucking crazy how far we've gone down this pipe. And and 
and still total destruction hasn't necessarily occurred. You know, so well, sometimes you got to wonder, it's just about, a, it's almost like bluffing, but it's also like saying like, if you really want to go there though, we'll fucking lay it down. Yeah, and and, and because that. we have they to have, have this infrastructure point. back here, we need to maintain having more arsenal than anyone else could basically possibly have. You know, we have heat seeking yeah. this and that. We have uh, stealth bombers and uh, you, you name it. I don't know. Fuck, everyone else knows the names of all the shit. Yeah. Long well, range crazy, missiles and all this shit, you know? Yeah. And what's crazy is like when the atomic bomb was being created and practiced on or whatever, you know, that was all I did. I believe they said Arizona or some part in Texas. I, mean, I want to say it was Arizona. And New Mexico. New Mexico. White Sands, New Mexico. Yeah, dude. There you go. But where was all the questioning with that? Where was all the hidden footage of that that wasn't released until after wasn't it and some of that footage is sketchy i encourage someone to go watch that the first like nuclear bomb footage or whatever it looks fishy and that's all i'm gonna fucking say because i don't know what that means i don't know if they faked it it's just like i don't think the camera when you see a house get like obliterated by this bomb but then the camera's still watching it's like how the fuck did you guys do that though tell me like what so you have a atomic shield of some sort to put the camera behind is what you're telling me because I don't understand it. It wasn't in, in the time we're in now where you could uh, somehow, like, Google search it yeah, from miles away and zoom in, Hella, or something like that. It's like this was yeah. back then. They, they didn't have that kind of capability. So I think some of that footage has definitely been falsified. I think a lot of things like that, though, that a lot, a lot of people of things, go yeah, on and on about how I'm wrong. But I think that no, that, that was doctored footage of some I, kind. I believe was fake because how how did we have that technology and now we can't even – freaking have a, a missile or rocket pass our atmosphere now like come on the moon has the moon landing has to be fake but um yeah that just goes back to question everything again like every every i feel every topic can go back to its original question how how was the atomic bomb even really created if there was no actual footage um it was very kept under the book and then randomly we have it now like it, it just goes back how far technology also has gone. Like, we went from, quote-unquote, going to the moon, then we our internet, our uh, technology was the same, and then, bam, we have microwave heating because microwaves were a huge thing. Like, oh, we can warm up our food without having to use the oven now. And then we went stale, stale, stale. We got the internet. The internet had to plug it in, whatever, whatever. And then stale, 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 bam, Apple came out. Like, there's these gaps of just, like, stillness, and then we explode with a new type of technology. For sure. But the bombs are fucking real. I don't think the bombs aren't real. I just think that, like, some of the footage is like, come on, bro, the camera's right there. Like, how the fuck did it not get blown up? The car was blown to pieces. Like, what the fuck? Like, how come the camera's fine? You know, like, but the bombs are fucking real. You know, it's crazy. But, you know, see, now on the other spectrum of this, not to toot fucking United States horn or anything, it's just like, damn, you guys fucking pulled your dick out and said, mine's bigger, check it out. And the the Japanese were like, fuck, they're right. You know, once they pulled the dick out and showed it to them, they're like, damn, dude, they fucking, like, killed our people like that. Like, damn, they're they're shameless, dude. They'll do it. So it's like, fuck, we can't afford that. We won't have anything if another one drops. You know what I mean? We have to be strategic now. We have to surrender. We have to work with this now somehow. They have our our balls now, you could say. Um, And and it's like, whoa. But a week or two after Pearl Harbor happened, or no, after the bomb was dropped, 
1944, I think, 45. When that happened, literally it was scheduled weeks after that for the Japanese to drop fleas that were infested with the bubonic plague on San Diego. Wow. And that was the plan. It was called Midnight uh, Operation Midnight Cherry Blossom or something like that. You know, Operation Midnight Cherry Blossom, I want to say. Or, oh, no, Operation Cherry Blossom at Night. That's what it's called. Look it up. It's a thing. And they were going to draw fucking fleas that had the bubonic plague on the state of California, essentially. Like I said, dropping bombs, they're going to drop, like, boxes of fucking hell of fleas that were contaminated. Talking biological warfare, dude. Like, yeah. and that would have probably devastated our agricultural scene. So many things. It would have maybe made it all around the country like it seems to anytime there's some kind of biological um, issue. You know, it transfers pretty quick, whatever it is. And instead, we dropped a bomb and they were like, never mind. And, yeah, and, and we could have we could have dealt with that, though. We wouldn't be in the situation yeah. we are now. So clearly, you know, being this military industrial complex that the United States likes to be ahead of or something like that, I guess, in this weird way. They they clearly know by bluffing or by having something that you can't even compete with will definitely shut you up, you know, and it works. Yeah. It's kind of like but blackmail, it, but in a different way. It's like, do you want to yeah, die or do you not want to die? Well, you, know, you got two options I'm, here, yeah. you know, instead of like do you want us to show them the footage? Do you want us to show them the 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 flight logs to Epstein's Island? I don't think so. Right. OK, yeah, right. shut your fucking mouth, because otherwise you're in deep shit. And I think it's like it's like that. I mean, it's like blackmailing everyone saying, like, hey, check it out. You call your bluff. And then when you have other superpowers get to that level, which I don't think are. I think we get told that all the time, but I think it's to maintain that superiority so we can keep boosting money into the Defense Department by our tax dollars so we can continue to have that leverage in a weird way. Because the United States is hungry, clearly. Yeah. You know, that, that whole operation is hungry, and it never gets fed completely. It's never full, you know. Yeah. No, and going back to what you said about, you know, their bluff, and, I mean, is all that contained through the AI? Because in order to bluff someone, you need to know everything about them, their secrets, their what they're doing, what they're not doing. So it just proves to say that everything's being watched very carefully. Right. So we were about to jump into this, but I had to finish on the draft bullshit. And we've got, we went deeper than that. But you talk a lot about masculine, feminine energies on your podcast. you got like Masculine Monday and Feminism Friday and stuff. And I think that's cool. But like, what does that mean? Because there's a big obsession on gender these days. There is. But what does there that mean, the energies? Because we're not saying male or female. We're saying the masculine, the, energy, uh, the masculine, the feminine, right? Yeah. So specifically because of all the genders and the transformations, which I do want to get someone that's transformed from male to female on the podcast so whoever is listening i would love to host you um for me yeah it's about energy so i can be me i had to do a lot of inner healing with my masculine energy because i sit in my masculine i always want to lead i um am so used to well i was so used to being the provider and leading the family and being head of households from such a young age so yeah i'm a feminine like i'm a female but i had a lot of masculine tendencies and energy in me that would cause me to come out of just a nice soft flow of just you know just being um so on there I talk about that because I want to bring awareness to it's not 
necessarily female and male. Like it has nothing to do with your gender. It has to do with your energy. I can be, you can be a male and be in your feminine. You're more soft and more nurturing to the children. You're more the one to connect with the kids. You're more willing to be the ones that it's okay with being a stay at home dad because you love it. You know, so it's not necessarily like you said, the sex. So on the podcast, I do bring topics into that, into the collective so they can start realizing like it gender doesn't even fucking matter like who cares if you're this or that or who cares if you're um a phobia of homos because you yourself can be holding feminine energy because you're nurturing and loving and all of these things that make you know a feminine so yeah, that, that's why I get into that a lot because there's such a misconception because of sex. Like, because you're um, a female, I have to only be this certain way. But again, that goes back to programming and having to reprogram yourself because I come from tradi- like a traditional Mexican household and I'm actually a first generation um, Mexican, which was a whole, a whole thing for me because I never took myself as first generation because I had this idea of what first generation Mexican was and I'm like oh well, I don't fit that like I'm living an okay life I never worked in the fields I never did certain things but then realizing like no my mom came here and she had to get her citizenship I remember being like 11 12 helping her study like the words to the anthem or study the president's like and it's it took me a while to like really comprehend that because I never I didn't label myself as that you know so it just kind of went over my head and then so when I started digging deeper like okay I'm first generation and then I know that I also hold a lot of masculine because growing up um I was like my brother and sister's caretaker I was the one in charge of the household because my mom was at work or even now as an adult with my parents I'm usually the one that makes the plans like Thanksgiving this year was the first Thanksgiving that I didn't plan like my mom didn't call me and ask hey what are we doing for Thanksgiving like I set a boundary like hey we're gonna do this you let me know what you're gonna do because I knew I had to take that step back and really get back into like my own energy and really appreciate my feminine traits and like leaving that area of like leading my households, you know? So now in my journey now, I'm like practicing on the daily to like, let my husband lead, like let my husband be the one to like figure out these problems because I don't really need to be struggling and be in my own internal head, trying to figure out how to put a dresser up or how, you know, just simple little things like that is that I'm working on. And it's, it's coming along. It's coming along. (laughs) <laughs> right it's crazy that like we're talking about energy because energy is so real like you know in general it's just it is it's like a state of existence in this on the earth i don't know it's energy is a thing you know the atomic yeah. bomb we're talking about it's a way to like manipulate energy split the atom you don't fucking go outside the atom you split the atom and then that shit happens you know um yeah. it's like energy is so real and i think that like a lot of shit gets real woo when people start talking about like energy sometimes and stuff, they get too far into it and they, they kind of go into a dangerous territory. I think sometimes 
Um, but oh, yeah. it's it's important to know like we do have energies. Everybody's got some energy. Like when you walk into a restaurant or something, someone's got some energy and they greet you with a greeting and stuff like that is noticeable. And if their energy's low and they're like, hey, yeah, sit wherever you want, like it's like fuck, like they're they're not into that energy. Like they notice that energy too. But energy's always going on, and um, it has to do with. I feel like our 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 uh, conscious state, you know, yes. always kind of in this weird way. So it clearly moves through us and 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 circulates within us. I don't really know what I'm saying other than like we have energies. Now yes, now no, to define it in this masculine right. feminine way, like why is it only two? You know, how do we well, even know it's not more than that? Yeah, see, and that's what we we don't know. But for me, how I see it is. Yes, it may seem like only two, but once you read a certain, once you reach a certain level of your inner healing, you're you're constant, you're constantly flowing. So you're constantly flowing in and out of those two energies, and then once you've reached that point, you're also flowing through the energy of divine, or God, or whoever whoever your person is. But to me, I just say divine because it's pretty broad. So you're flowing within your feminine and masculine energy, but also you're adding the third person to the mix. You're flowing with divine. So once you get to that point and you're just in that flow state, you start experiencing more quote unquote coincidence. You start, it's, it's like you're being talked to, but through divine, you start seeing, some people start seeing numbers always at a certain time or a certain moment or once they start thinking something that number pops up almost like a confirmation or you start having like little deja vu moments and that's just you visiting your higher self like you were there already but through a higher self perspective you know so you're just it's just like little reminders now now that you reach that flow state everything around you is just reminding you of who you are and what you are, energy, matter, you're connected, you're connected to source, you're connected to everyone around you, all because we're all one. At the end of the day, we're all one collective, but having multiple perspectives, multiple experiences, multidimensional. And that's symbiosis. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. They um, just came out with a new theory um, because to me, Quantum science is spirituality, just in a different vocabulary. So I know recently that they came out with like the quantum string theory, meaning if you break up like the matter and energy to the smallest, smallest, smallest particle that you can, it's just a string that's connected to everything around you. And how does that not sound like collective consciousness? Right. You know? Yeah. So I feel to me like spirituality is ahead of science and science is catching up. Yeah, it may be even trying to manipulate or like re replicate it in a shittier form, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it, it. I can go on and into so many topics about that, and it's just like it's basically just the vocabulary has just been changed, honestly, and to fit its own narrative. And even I even say that with the Bible too. Like the Bible is a whole. But each person that reads the Bible has their own interpretation of what it means to them. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually read the whole fucking Bible, though. You know? Yeah. That has a big difference there, too. Like, you know, you could pick up a couple spots and be like, yeah, I agree. That's cool. That I agree. And then be like, wait a minute, though. I don't know about this shit. And then you reread it and you reread it. But it's going to mean something deeper and deeper and deeper and strike a chord. And it's something you almost can't bring back to this realm. Once you're there, because you can't really fathom it. 
and it, yeah. you really don't know how to put it into words a lot of times. You have to use yeah. metaphors, like when it was written. A lot of those are metaphors for something else that's deeper, a deeper battle than the actual physical battle maybe, you know. And I think a lot of people miss that, you know, when they read into texts and stuff. Sometimes you just want to study it because it's like, oh, it's literature, but it's like, oh, yeah, but this has some weight behind this shit, dog. Right. This has things transcending into now. The war that, that we're talking about, the Israel-Palestine thing, it has to do with that. It has to do with Old Testament values. It has to do with Islamic things in that area. It has to do with a lot of fucking crazy shit. And, uh, it's, almost, it's almost like a history book, but a metaphor. Yeah, right. But, I mean, you got to... I don't know, maybe look into the rest of the history before you just go, go, yeah. go into something too, you know? Yeah, 100%. I agree on that. And not just that, there's so many different forms too. Um, I feel like every Bible itself has some truth in it all. In it all, there's some truth. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of similarities too. That's what's very yeah. interesting. The similarities from text to text, like in certain depictions of something happening historically and things that are like similar ideologies are just spun a different way, but really they're kind of saying a similar thing, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what's interesting, because then people still like, are like, nope, I believe this, though, and it's like, okay, wait a minute, can't we all just kind of believe something? Because if you don't realize when you were like seven, you probably believed in something else. You're probably like me where I was praying to win this level of the video game or some <laughs> shit, you know, on an <laughs> Xbox, yeah. you know, instead of being like, oh, man, you know, I want to... I want my parents to live a long time. I want to live a long time. Please help me. Or whatever the fuck. It was just more like, can I win this game right now? Like, you know, and, and I think a lot of people live like that a lot, you know, because it's, it, they feel like it's magic in a lot of yeah. cases. When you when you believe something and then you don't actually have any principles or grounding with that and then you believe something else with time, it's all just up in the air. And I mean, how do you even know what to ask for anymore? And I think that's where a lot of people end up. So I think sometimes having some kind of thing to revert back to is why people like to go back to scriptures and whatnot because it somehow gives them some kind of baseline of spirituality but it's kind of more of a baseline you know you're supposed to graduate beyond that in this weird way because that is our fate i feel like all of us whatever we're doing here all these souls and these bodies like we're trying to reckon with our fate and move to the quote-unquote next level whatever that would be you know, even if that's like coming, coming reincarnation, if that's real, coming back as like a pig and you're just got your snout in the ground, digging for earthworms and shit. <laughs> Sounds like a shitty life, but those pigs are pretty happy and they're pretty yeah. savage and they live pretty good life, you know, and then they die somehow. Yeah. A disease or someone shoots them and makes them into jerky, you know, but, but w w even if that is the case, that's okay. That's a good thing, right? I don't know. I don't even know yeah. what I believe sometimes, but yeah, I do like to tell myself there's some creator here. There's some kind of thing that's going on. And maybe it wasn't even like I created this and now I'm here with you every moment and I'm watching every move and I'm looking at you when you touch your dick and all this stuff that people in the Christian community <laughs> often will say, right? Well, it's like, yeah. well, I don't know. How do you know? Like there's maybe creator, but like he was just kind of like, but you guys got to figure this out. I created this baby, but you guys got to figure it out. I don't know the answers. Maybe the the one that writes the whole story maybe doesn't know the answers because the hand is still writing it as we're living it. You know, it yeah, doesn't mean that they, I, they have the conclusion already in their mind as they're writing the story that we're living out. Well, and not just that, like, okay, if all our stories are still being written, which I also believe, you know, there's multiple, we always get, stuck in in the middle between multiple choices so if you make one choice you know then that's going to lead you to a different direction of what life was so then your story is being written again but imagine that for the mass majority of all everyone around that's a lot of writing man yeah um so then it's like 
were we it, it makes you think like okay we were put here our story still being written is it being written because we're an experiment or is it just we just got dropped here our dna upgraded our dna was tampered with and now we're just here all just figuring it out nobody's writing anything we're just being observed to see what we were because we observe animals we're entertained by animals you get a hamster why as a pet because you just want something yeah i I think that uh we don't know how to like conceptualize a lot of this and and we just always get mixed up in the ways the journey's rough you know for a lot of people to get shooken up get traumatized somehow forget about what your goal was what your passion is what all that stuff is you know it's a lot so i get it i get why 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 um why we seek answers sometimes desperately even too you know and then yeah. a lot of times are, there's folks that are preying on that type of person to sell you some kind of idea that'll fix your situation. And, it, and that's often with drugs. Like, you know, someone's like, yeah. oh, you feeling down, buddy? Take this shit, bro. You know, and then it's like, fuck, they're on a, a wild one for a couple of years. Maybe yeah. never figure it out. Well, the thing, too, you know, gratitude, I'm going to say. Like, because there's it's just so much you can't. A normal person can't fathom all this information and be able to process and still be okay. You know, when you start digging deep and unfortunately you start seeing like the subliminal messages or you start seeing like the real truth behind the Wizard of Oz, as you say, you know, you do get kind of down and you do start realizing like, oh shit, well, it's not all like rainbows and butterflies, is it? This image, this dream that was given to me as a little kid like oh i'm supposed to grow up and be happy have a happy family or do all it's just always happy 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 no one prepares you for like the actual life struggles the life lessons you're going to learn the people you're going to endear those like shady people that you're going to have to encounter like all of that we're not prepared for that i know growing up i wasn't prepared for that um so i do think that this is why i'm gonna kind of spin this why some people started doing gentle parenting. Like, I'm not opposed and I'm not for, but I get it and I understand. Now, do I believe some kids still need some whoop asses? A hundred percent, yeah. Like, not beat, but, like, a little tap, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying, kind of. I get what you mean. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> some people are just too free about it, man. It's like the kid's fucking banging some toy on the ground at the store, breaks it, walks over to you, crabs something out of your hand, and you're just a customer. You're like, what the fuck? The seven-year-old's right. wild. And he's like, give me your money, fucker. And it's like, dude, you're like seven, bro. And then mom's just like, are you talking to my kid? Why are you talking to my kid? I was like, your kid's talking to me. This kid fucking yeah. tried to tell me some shit, talking to me like a man. And 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 I, you would like to think that they'll put a handle on it, but I don't think so, man. No, they've been influenced no, a certain I, way, and there's no cap on that shit. So yeah, there's like a no. balance, a delicate balance of almost, you know, keeping keeping things in a certain uh, certain balanced state for the kid for as long as you can, I guess, you know. So then they can develop their own shit. But if they just have bad influences all day long. You know, and and all they hear is fuck dad and this and that, all mad all the time. Whatever, they're gonna be yeah. like that too, and they're gonna be way too young to understand what they're even doing. You know, right. but you have to have some kind of structure for sure. And and, no, and, and like you said, like having gratitude is a weird thing, like in a way to bring into that for me. But I also get that being grateful would kind of put a lot of those things in check. Be like, oh, shit, I'm just grateful that 
you know, no one's kidnapping me today as a seven-year-old. But instead, I'm going to go say, what, punk? Who the fuck are you? It's like, what the fuck? You're like a little kid. What's wrong with you? But right. instead, they'd be like, you know, my, my mom's doing the best she can, even though she's a crackhead and she barely feeds me sometimes. But, I mean, I'm going to get out of this. You know, I don't know what to tell a kid in that situation. I'm just yeah, glossing well, over it like an asshole. But I'm saying, like, it, 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 at least if they if we learn some gratitude. My parents taught me that when I was young. Like, you know, be grateful for what you have. Like, I never grew up with, like, all the shit that everyone else had. I didn't get a phone until I was a teenager, and I had to buy it myself and pay for it ever since. You know, like, it was like you have to figure it out on your own. We're not going to just provide, like, and spoil you to a degree because you have to still, like, have some kind of footing. And I feel like they did instill wow. that into me. But also it could be an excuse for, like, you know, not wanting to buy extra shit for your kid, you know, because you don't want to go broke. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's justified. It helped me be more grateful for when I do run into some money and I can pay off my credit card bill or something like that. It's I'm very grateful to this day when I when I come into a situation where it was meant to be, I worked hard to get here instead of just being given it and then being ungrateful and then fucking my life up with the with whatever money I made from the situation or whatever, just kind of not realizing how important it is to be gracious grateful because. We're in a gracious position here, you know, at yeah. every moment, total chaos is possible and we could all be obliterated. Minute. We all talk about it like bombs, all this stuff. We could all be obliterated. We could all get diseases any fucking day. It could all be done, but we're still right. not there yet. We still got to keep rolling, you know, and really uh, being grateful daily, day to day is really important in that sense. You got to be grateful that that day is still rolling, that I am still breathing. We are still doing things. We're still having conversations. We're still trying to move in a better direction, but if it's all fucked, then and that's all you think is just all fucked. Then it's all fucked, you know, but it's, I don't think it is, but being grateful is a really good way. I feel like for us to end this too, because I'm grateful that you came on the Symbiosis Now podcast, Katarina, and I'm hoping that you're down to come on the podcast again sometime. I, I am so, yeah, I'm very grateful. This was such a good experience and being able to have such an intellectual conversation about all these topics, because again, these are not table talk topics these are not small talk topics so all these thoughts that you know one has or experiences they get to have they're not able to actually communicate them with other npcs that you know are just living day to day watching the news so thank you i really appreciate the opportunity and the time that you've given me to be on this podcast today for sure and i'll be coming on your podcast one of these days we'll have to set a date for it oh yeah yeah, everyone stay tuned for that, the Collective Podcast on Spotify. And I'm going to end this here. Thank you guys for having me. This podcast was created through the Symbiosis Now Network and can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever the hell else you get your podcasts. And while you're out there exploring the other podcasts that this network creates, be sure to follow the network on Instagram at symbiosis.now.network, where we post lots of clips and highlights. And be sure to tune in to the Symbiosis Now podcast, the Cali Ag podcast, as well as history lessons from the lore master. And be sure to tell your friends about the the Symbiosis Now Network.